This is episode 124 of Hebrews in Exile with our Honorable Teacher Robert B. Holman Jr. and Sean Appleton. And have you ever wondered whether or not the choices that you make influence the most highest decisions on your life? Whether or not you go left or right or go up or down or you make one decision here or another decision over there, does that really affect how the Most High has your life planned out? Let's explore that option and that idea in this episode of Hebrews in Exile. So without any further ado, Hebrews in Exile, you know what we do. Let's go! Give me more power. Give me more love, yeah. Give me more passion. Power me from above. Make my this is Rabbi Robert B. Homer Jr. and Sean Appleton. And this is Hebrews, Hebrews in Exile. Exile. Here we are again. Agreed. In a place beautiful. Yeah, you know. Um, what you thinking? You know what I'm thinking? I'm going to tell you the thing that's on my mind right now. An analogy. That's what's on my mind. What's the analogy? Graffiti. Why are you thinking about graffiti? Because graffiti is art that you fear. It's art, but you hate seeing it, right? Yeah, because it's all on your walls and wherever, and you don't like it there. And you don't like it there, but it is art. Yeah. And I'm kind of making the analogy amongst ourselves because we are truth, but no one wants to hear it. <laughs> We're spewing truth and it's like graffiti that you see on a wall where you're just like, oh, it's a beautiful picture, but why do they have to plaster it all the wall? Yeah, that's true about the Most High and how he can do all this stuff, and I know that that's in the text, but why do you have to introduce that and jack up my whole entire paradigm of life? I mean, I get all that, but it's that's what we're like. That's what I'm thinking. We're spewing truths that people hate to listen to. Yeah, and... You know, to go along with that, our vibrato is not entertaining. Oh, I don't know if we're not entertaining. I think well, we're well, what I mean when I say our vibrato is not entertaining. When I listen to the multiplicity of stuff on Instagram and on Facebook. And I hear the vibrato of the orators. We, we, we don't have that vibrato that distinguishes and says that what we're saying is very important. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, this is what the Most High is saying to you. We don't go through all those things. Yeah, we don't go through all those things. Yeah. We absolutely. just talk. Yeah, yeah, we do. We talk about the things that are germane to the Most High. And that's why I like being in this place every single week, because I was saying to you off camera, I said, uh, just being around people like yourself, just I can't stop talking about the goodness of the Most High. And that, quite frankly, you know, it's on the hearts and minds of the Most That's where the Most High is going to be. He's going to be on the hearts and minds of the people. How good is the Most High? Oh, I, I don't know if I can express it in terms of, 
um, six to really uh, you see how I'm stammering over my words. That's how good the Most High is. I'm stammering, <laughs> trying to under, trying to get out an explanation. And because that's because there's no there's no <laughs> vocabulary to explain how good the Most High is. Right, because there's things that are in a realm that we cannot see that the Most High is orchestrating, keeping things. When you think about the things, when I think about my life and how the Most High has orchestrated it, and I'm just here watching it in real time, but he's already got the master plan of how things are going to get mapped out. And I'm all I have to do is just be pliable enough and humble enough and meek enough and have my mind open enough to where I can understand, you know, be in the right position to honor what the Most High has okay. to say. Can we, can we interject into what the Most High will do? Do we have like a, a, a part to play in how that... Yeah, can we interject into that? Sure. Sure, you can have an interjection in there. Okay. I mean, I guess the first term that comes to mind when, when you ask a question like that is the Most High has given us free will. So okay, have, but while he's given us free will to do that which is good or do that which is not good, in the course of life and the situations that life brings to us, can we interject into that? to the Most High, either to change his direction or to alter his plan. Can we do that? That's a very astound and astute question because if one prescribes to the idea of everything has been mapped out already, then there's... One could answer that question and say, no, you have no choice in the matter. Well, I got a problem with that. Right. So there's the counter argument is. <laughs> <laughs> because Daniel seemed to think that he could alter the situation that he found Israel in by imploring to the Most High the aspect of repentance. Matter of fact, let's go. Let's go there for a minute. All right. Just in Daniel chapter 9. Okay, Daniel chapter 9, got it. He reads, he, he, he talks in this kind of language. Um, Where are you starting? What verse? You start I'm going to, no, I'm going to start in, yeah, yeah. Let's look at Daniel chapter, chapter, chapter 9, okay. nine and we'll read down because... His prayer, and the reason I ask that question because his prayer tends to reflect that interjection. Okay. 
In the first year of Dar Yavesh, the son of Akaverosh, a Mede by birth who was made king over the kingdom of Akhazdin, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, was reading the scriptures and thinking about the number of years which Yahweh had told Jeremiah the prophet would be the period of Jerusalem's desolation, 70 years. Mm. I turned to Yahweh, El, to seek an answer, pleading with him in prayer and fasting. Let's put a pin in that. Yeah, exactly. And actually, I want to go back and put up a pin in um, verse 2. Mm -hmm. Because, go ahead. No, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, right off the bat, this is leading me down the path of saying, okay, yeah, the in the sense of everything's mapped out, meaning he specifically states that Yeremehu, the prophet, had a... A word from the Most High that says that the desolation was going to be for 70 years. Yes. So no matter what they were going to do in that 70 years, that period, wasn't nothing going to happen. Wasn't it was going to happen. be 70 now, years, and then, <coughs> then that's when it's going to kick in. That was the prophecy. Okay. So I turned to Yahweh to seek an answer, mm -hmm. pleading him with prayer and fasting, sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to Yahweh and made this confession. Please. Yahweh, great and fearsome El, who keeps his covenant and extends grace to those who love him and observe his mitzvahs. We have sinned, done wrong, acted wickedly, rebelled, turned away from your mitzvahs and rulings. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our leaders, our ancestors, and to all the people of the land. Mm -hmm. We have sinned. That's the basis of the sin. Mm-hmm. To you, Yahweh, belongs righteousness, but to us today belongs shame. To us, the men of Yehuda, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and all Israel, including those nearby and those far away. Mm -hmm. Who's far away? It says throughout all the countries you have driven them. So those that have been driven far away from the land. Who's far away? Well, we're far away. And uh, throughout the countries where you have driven them, we have been driven into this exile. That we have. Because they broke faith with you. Mm -hmm. Yes, Yahweh, shame falls on us, our kings, our leaders, and our ancestors, because we sinned against you. It is for Yahweh to show compassion and forgiveness. Because we rebelled against him. He's pleading. Mm -hmm. We didn't listen to the voice of Yahweh so that we could live by his laws, which he presented to us through his servant, the prophets. Israel, yes, all Israel flouted your Torah and turned away, unwilling to listen to your voice. Therefore, the curse... An oath written in the Torah of Mashe, the servant of El, was poured out on us because we sinned against him. Mm. He carried out the threats. He spoke against us and against our judges, our judge who judged us, by bringing upon us disasters so great that under all heaven, 
nothing has been done like what has been done to Jerusalem. Now, what happened to Jerusalem? The Most High was so distraught with the position of his people that he himself actually destroyed it. He burned it down. Mm -hmm. But before he burned it down, the Kasdin, the Babylonians, ransacked it, took the articles out. Because mm -hmm. we know as we read Daniel, the articles of the Most High are in the house of the Babylonians for which his son is going to have a feast with mm. and get taken out by the Medes. Which I believe the Medes are the Persians. Yes. As written in the Torah of Moshe, this whole disaster came upon us. We did not appease Yahweh by renouncing our wrongdoing and discerning your truth. Yahweh watched for the right moment to bring this disaster upon us. For Yahweh our El was just in everything he did, yet we did not listen when he spoke. Now, Yahweh, who brought your people out of the land of Mitzrayim with a strong hand, thereby winning renown for yourself, as is the case today, we sinned, we acted wickedly. Yahweh, in keeping with all your justice, please allow your anger and fury to be turned away from your city, Jerusalem, your holy mountain, because it is due to our sins and our wrongdoings of our ancestors that Jerusalem and your people have become objects of scorn among everyone among us. Therefore, listen to the prayer and pleadings of your servant and cause your face to shine on your desolate sanctuary for your own sake. May Yah turn your may Yah turn your ear and hear, open your eyes and see how desolate we are, as well as the city which bears your name. For we plead with you, not because of our own righteousness, but because of your compassion. Yahweh, hear. Yahweh, forgive. Yahweh, pay attention and don't delay action for your own sake because your city and your people bear your name. While I was praying and confessing my, my sin and the people of Israel and pleading with Yahweh, from his holy mountain. Yes, I was speaking in prayer when Gabriel, who had seen the, who had seen, who I had seen in the vision at the beginning, swooped down on me in full flight about that time of the evening sacrifice, and he explained to me. Now, why do I read this prayer, and why do I ask this question? Can we intervene? Mm-hmm. We are sitting today in a time frame in which that the ability to have knowledge of the Most High is rising. There's it's 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 elevating. Mm -hmm. The name of the Most High is on the lips of a plethora or a myriad of people. The name Yahweh now is become is becoming 
a popular term amongst religious people. Mm -hmm. They don't know the significance of the name, and while they don't know the significance of the name and who the name is purported to, they want to make they want to make Yahweh JC. Mm. And that's error. Absolute error. And blasphemy. Yes, it is. As you know, I am totally distraught over the conditions and the circumstances that befall our people. And I'm distraught to the point that every day that I read the news and hear the news and listen to the news, it's interesting that the narrative is all about black people. Sure. Absolutely. And while that narrative is all about black people, that narrative has turned back to such a degree of hatred that there is a bullseye on the back of black people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, I come back to Daniel's prayer. Mm-hmm. Where Daniel, he places himself within the heart of the nation. He didn't say they have sinned. He says we have sinned. Sure. Although he wasn't one of the individuals who, was, who had abdicated the Torah and had dissed the prophets, Daniel wasn't one of those. Neither were the three Hebrew boys. No. You, you know... As a sidebar real quick, um, it's interesting to understand that Daniel is in a state where, you know, we have a deep uh, affection for our people. But this man actually dressed in sackcloth and ashes and put on mourning uh, like someone had died, put on mourning attire to plead the case in front of the Most High to say, hey, listen, you said that it was going to be a certain amount of time, like almost reminding the Most High, hey, listen, you know, turn your anger away from these people if you can or if you will. I mean, he's constant, even though he knows this prophet and what, what was said prior to, he's, he's constantly going before the Most High in a contrite, broken state. So it's not as, you know, it's one of those things where if if I'm, looking at what a, a quality of a prophet is, even though the prophet might understand uh, the, the dispensation of time that the Most High has allotted to say, even so yourself, uh, and, I, and I call you as my first witness, where you've kind of done this dissertation about um, things starting to change in 1985 with the World Wide Web and knowledge increasing, and that kicking off a specific set of time, time frame that you've been able to calculate um, and an understanding that you still have a heart for the people. It's like, uh, you know, we understand that we will probably be in the dust. 
when a lot of this stuff starts to turn. Yeah. That doesn't tarnish our ability to have no, a heart. And, 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 and as I listen to Daniel, as I listen to Daniel, Daniel's heart is that he wants something to happen and he wants something to change. But his, his plea is not toward the people. His plea is, is toward the judgment that the Most High is exacting upon the people and their land and the place where they worship. So here's a, a curveball for you. And looking at the text and looking at how Daniel and how it is written, would you yourself, knowing the state that the, because we kind of live in that same state now, would you do the same and go to the most high and plead that same case? Have Turn your it. anger. Have done it. Okay. Because I got a different opinion about that. I've, I've, I've done that. And, 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 here's, and here's the issue. When you, and, and you know, you might say that we're Johnny-come-latelys. Okay. Because ever since our people have been exacted out of the land, they have suffered at the hands of their captors and their oppressors, just like our people did in the Babylonian captivity and in the Syrian captivity. Okay. Uh, in text, the Most High was very upset with how the Babylonians treated his people, and he was very upset in how the Assyrians treated his people to the extent that in the book of Yeshayahu, which is Isaiah, and in Jeremiah, and in Ezekiel, he defines the judgment that he is going to bring to bear upon all the nations who have treated his people harshly. But the problem with that is his justice and his judgment on these nations is not going to happen until the beginning of or within the messianic era or within the thousand-year millennium in which that Israel, Hebrew Israel, is redeemed out of this diaspora and back to the land. That's the problem. See, I, I have a, let me spin it a different way on, because you're, you've said you've done it and you've prayed for the people, prayed for the most high to turn. I haven't actually well, done, I, go ahead. It's not that I've asked for the most high to turn so much as I have asked for the most high to extend mercy and show compassion. <laughs> See, okay. I'm, I'm glad we're having this conversation live because I don't think we've ever talked about this before. No, because my, my actually prayer is a little different because I look at it as um, even in Daniel's state, and I'm not diminishing the prophet or anything that you're saying at all, but I'm, I challenge the approach because I'm saying, okay, the Most High, you've already put in a vision of how long this is going to be and how long it's going to take. 
So it would be no different from an inmate going in front of the parole board asking for what? Leniency and time. And what does the parole board say? Prove to us that you have changed, that you can be an asset to society. Why should we let you out? So it's not that I'm asking the parole board to change. The parole board is just actually, actually looking to the inmate to say, have you changed? And I'm saying this most high is doing the same way. Why pray to the most high and say, most high, ease your anger, ease all that up when really it should be my prayers for the people, which is to say, most high, and I know you're doing it, instantiate something where the people can start understanding who you are. Because the only way this thing is going to turn, or at least start getting back into the right standing of where we need to be, is that the hearts and the minds of the people's change. It's not the hearts and the minds of the Most High needs to change. Well, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that. So I'm kind of on the spectrum of I want this stiff neck, hard-hearted group of people who continues every single week with arrogance and and ignorance, thumb their nose up to the Most High every single week. And put in front of them this deity that doesn't deserve to be a deity and actually come back into the understanding of the most high. Because that's the only way, I mean, as a culture, as a society, as a people that we're ever going to have uh, any forward progress. Well, all that you said bears truth. I would throw this caveat in as an exception. Mm-hmm. The Most High defined for Israel in Daniel's time how long their time in exile was going to be. There is no reference in our text to how long this third exile that we happen to be, this is the third one as I, as I, as I recall it, Babylonian had a time period. The Syrian had a time period. This exile that we're in has no time period. Mm. It doesn't. It sure doesn't. There's nothing definitive about it. As a matter it, yeah. of fact, the time period is reflective, is reflective upon the hearts of the people. So therefore, if the hearts of the people are going to be turned Who's going to who's going to who's going to turn them? Well, actually, How are they going to be turned? The Most High. That's the reason why I pray for compassion and mm. for mercy, because He has to ex- He has to exact the the necessity upon the hearts of the people to turn. Now there is there is a there is a problem with that prayer. Okay. <laughs> because what you can probably like that if, when you start doing stuff that means that some other things are going to have to start happening too right that that the most high is going to start bearing down a little bit harder so people can understand exactly who i am exactly the harshness of the most high will be up on his people to the extent that we take the narrative to the book of judges the book of Judges, 
the Most High bore down on Hebrew Israel until they cried out to him for a deliverer. Or they cried out to him in their state of despair to the point that he sent them a deliverer. <clears throat> but once again, you and I know that that crying out is indicative of people who have a heart to turn back to Teshuvah, repent, and turn back to his ways. Yeah. We know that. Agreed. Totally agreed. Now, I said that I'm having a hard time now dealing with the constant the constant oppression mm. of our people particularly in this United States of America because every narrative that you listen to on the news every single narrative is directed at people of color every political Overture is directed at people of color. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I hit, it hit me, it hit me very hard last week when this 20 year old went hunting, went hunting motive for black people yeah. and shot three of them down in Jacksonville, Florida where they have a governor that doesn't have a freaking clue about humanity, mm. along with his counterparts in that Republican Party. And when you listen to the, to the verbiage and the narrative of the Republican Party, everything that they're doing is to destroy the civility and the continuity of people of color. Everything. Hmm. And, it, go ahead, go ahead. It hit me so hard that I broke down in weeping because of the situation. Now, you say to me, well, Rabbi, uh, what do you think happened to our ancestors when they came over here in the transatlantic slave trade and they were mistreated harshly uh our ancestors were hung in trees our ancestors were burned like barbecue our children and all of the devastation that has happened over the time period that we have been in this exile yes it was harsh yes it was terrible and even today it's just as terrible today as it was then mm. But the question that I have now, what's different between what, what's different between then and now? Hmm. It's not overt. It's just not out in your face no, and pro pro prominently happening on a constant basis. It's, it's still being done, but it's done behind the scenes. Well, no, not getting not getting hunted, not getting hunted down and shot and shot in the in the broad daylight. That's not overt. That's 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 visible. I mean. You're leaving your house and you're going someplace to do something that's common to, to, to the normal person. You're going shopping and somebody is hunting you down because you're black. Mm. That's not overt. I mean, that's not, that's not hidden. Yeah, that's, 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 not. that's in your face. 
Yeah, I mean, it is. I, I guess in the sense of, for me to clarify, it's not happening on a, a basis where it's common. That's something like that is not common. You're not seeing that all the time. It happens. Absolutely. What's Absolutely. Not, what's not common? Because you don't hear on the 6 o'clock news every other day, oh, this European person hunted down these melodated folk. Well, it's, it happens, yes, but... Dear, dear viewer... Excuse my French, <laughs> but the hell it's not. You think it's still at the same rate? Yes, and the only difference is, hmm. is that all of this devastation is not being reported all the time. There's, you know, here's what's, here's, here's the issue. Every day, listen, let me get, every day, that a person of color wakes up in certain cities of this United States. There is no guarantee that they have their coming home because somebody is out to kill them because they are black. That's an everyday occurrence. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're, you're a lot closer to it because, I mean, you, 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 you got your uh, ear on it. I've, you know, I've turned the the news and all that stuff off. So, well, see, I, and that's I, why I'm saying I, I I take your word for it. No, I listen to it, I read it, I read it every day in the news, and I hear it every day in the news. Hmm. But let's go somewhere. You might say, why is this happening? Well, if you, will allow, if you allow European commentary, European speaking people, and if you allow the uh, fundamental Christians to dictate your narrative, then you're never going to understand what Devarine chapter 28 verses 15 to 69 are saying to you. Mm -hmm. And that is, we'll start at verse number 25 and 28, Devarine 28. Yahweh will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. You will advance on them one way and flee before them seven. You will become an object of horror to every kingdom on earth. That we are. You will become an object of horror to every kingdom on earth. There is no people on the face of this earth but you melanated people but as melanated people that they call blacks mm -hmm. that are a horror or an object to every kingdom on earth. Right. And, and particularly in this crazy United States of America. That's right. Now that is 100% correct. You can go anywhere in the world and you are going to be at the same status at the bottom of the totem pole. Your carcasses will be food for the birds of the air and wild animals and there will be no one to scare them away. 
That happened to our people in the transatlantic slave trade. Many of our ancestors who died at the hands of these Europeans, are they were left in this particular condition. Mm-hmm. Now, you ask me a question or you say, well, are our people afraid? They're I live in the United States of America. I live on the West Coast. I live in a little funk. Uh, <laughs> how, do I, how, do I, how do I define Sacramento County? How would you define Sacramento County? Um, it's a West Coast. It's a definitely a West Coast town. It's got its own little vibe, but I don't know how, I don't know if calling it podunk or calling it a, a cow town I, I wouldn't say that. How would you define how would you define this 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 county and this city that we live in? How would you define it? In terms of you got terms up. Come on. Give me some parameters. Well, in terms okay. of here's a parameter. How would you define how would you define Sacramento County in light of Florida, Tennessee, Mississippi? At some of those southern states, how would you define it? <laughs> You're talking about the South. So, if I'm going to define any county like Sacramento County, like in the South, I would say, now you're probably going to not like me for this, but I think it's way more prominent in those areas as far as uh, how we're uh, portrayed and our status than Sacramento. I think. Sacramento County is a melting pot of individuals. It's there. It's out. It's you can see it, but I don't think it's as definitive as it is in the South. Exactly. 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 <laughs> yeah, in the South, you, you so, definitely know so, it. So here, here, what the Most High says. Okay, He said that you're going to be a horror. In verse twenty-nine. He says, you will grope about at noon like a blind person groping in the dark, unable to find your way. You will, you will be continually oppressed and robbed, and there will be no one to save you. Mm-hmm. Come current, on, current, people. Current state of affairs. Come on, people. What people fit this narrative? Now... Here's my plight. Okay. I listen to Instagram verbiage and all the vibrato of everybody talking about what God can do. And I listen to him talk about, oh, today I'm going to pray a, a prayer of affirmation over you. How'd I? <laughs> it's, and, and everybody types, amen. I'm amen. That amen itself is idolatrous. Yeah. Yeah, go look that up. Go look at what that means. So now, here's my concern. If the black church is the community 
for people of color. But every black church has its own agenda. Mm -hmm. And every black church is trying to build his own empire. It's kind of like the crab syndrome. Mm. We got a bucket of crab. And nobody wants to take responsibility and take leadership or allow leadership to happen in a positive way that can affect the, that can take an effect or an effect upon our people that are groping about in the, in the day, in the dark, yeah, in the blind, unable to find their way. Continually your flesh robbed, and there's no one to save them. The, la the last person to be able, that the Most High has used, to be able to even forge that conversation was Dr. Martin Luther King. That's right. There right. hasn't been another one on the horizon. That's right. That has been able to pull everybody together. And that's interesting that you say that is because you've got all these individuals having their own individual kingdoms and, and ideologies and things. And the one thing that they everybody does not understand is that we all have to unite under one banner. That is what Israel had did. There wasn't, oh, okay, well, Manasseh is going to go off over here and they're going to start their own thing. And Gad's going to do something else and Naphtali's going to do something else. No, we all sailed under the same ship. And we see the destruction that happens when the kingdom was split into the northern and southern kingdoms we didn't have any cohesion there so that's when you start seeing if things start coming apart at the seams there's nothing that's going to get us where we need to be while we're disjointed now the issue is coming to an understanding that as black people if we don't know who we are and if this text that i'm reading here you blow it off as it's not, well, that's not us. That's not me. One, I'm not, a, I'm not a Hebrew. Not only am I not a Hebrew, I don't want to be a Hebrew. Well, good luck with that. Excuse my French again, because you're getting your little ass, you're getting your little ass kicked. That's right. But and, and, and the disclaimer of not wanting to be who you are. Right. And I'm trying to figure out, not that I worship a supposedly Jewish person that calls themselves God. Mm -hmm. But then there's a dichotomy. You want to worship a Jewish guy who calls himself God, but you don't want to be related to who that guy says he's related to, which would be Israel. That's right. You don't want to be related to that. So that that's a dichotomy. That, 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 that boggles my mind. You want to worship a Jesus who is supposed to be a Yehudim, who is supposed to be from Israel, and you said he's black, so if he's black, that makes him Hebrew, but you don't want to be associated with that yourself. Mm -hmm. That blows my mind. See, you right now, what you're doing, you're subterranean right now. You know what I mean by subterranean? You're deep. You're real deep in that concept. And I want to say this. The conspiracy theorist in me is getting ready to come out and say something. Now, from a conspiracy theorist point of view, I can see now the master plan of how all this is coming together. If I can get you 
If I know this information, because you and I both can attest that you want me to sit here and believe that all these other religions, and it's been documented in our text that when our ancestors show up, how come everybody else knows about our history? You want me to believe it in this day and age, no one else knows about who we are no, and they what know. we mean? No, they know. So therefore, let's they. do this. Let's assimilate them into what we have. That's why the Most High is very specific about saying you are the leader and not the follower. You are not to assimilate yourselves into other people because what it happens is, is it get, draws you away from the community and being a part of the Most High. All this is by design. I'm not going to fight you with your hands up. What am I going to do? I'm going to befriend you. Come on over. Let me put my arm around you. Let me show you how things are. Let me welcome you into the fold. I'm charming and I'm disarming you at the same time. So therefore, all we have to do now is when this doctrine and this truth shows up at your doorstep that we're teaching, you're going to automatically be on autopilot. You're going to reject it. It's... That's what I'm saying. Part of this conspiracy theorist in me says these individuals know and we've tried all these things before in the past to oppress them. Let's do it a different way. Let's try to include them and bring them into our fold. And this is your God that you're going to worship. So I don't necessarily, from my particular standpoint, again, maybe I'm just a little harsh on our people. The no, 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 no. No, I mean, I mean, Listen, all due respect, please, please, all due respect to the Honorable Lewis or Dr. Farrakhan, all due respect to him. Mm-hmm. This man has the power to command thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people of color. Yes, he does. And he's very brilliant. Mm -hmm. I don't understand how it is that people of renown, renown and brilliance cannot understand in this day when the book of Daniel is open and knowledge has increased about what? About anything you want, but more specifically, knowledge has increased about the Most High's word and his intent for people of color, which mm -hmm. is Hebrew Israel. And there is no Pied Piper. And the Pied Piper that's going to be the Pied Piper has got to, to whistle his tune that is based on the soul fabric of the truth of the Most High L and nobody else. Because there isn't anybody, there is no spirit. Mm-hmm. There is no spirit who can who can deliver our people out of the hands that he 
prophesied and said we would be in and the state that we would be in there is no spirit that can do that except the opulent spirit which has created all things whose name is written in the hebrew scroll and text as being yahweh yod hey vave tetragrammaton let's just put it there yep no one nobody totally agree with you on that one no one totally agree so the, so the verbiage of truth, which is the elephant in the house, yeah, because nobody wants to listen to truth. Well, truth by according to who? According to you? No. Sean, we sit up here. I'm reading scripture text. I'm reading scripture. I'm not commentating on it. I'm reading scripture, and the scripture that I'm reading has played out for ever since Israel has been in exile that began with the Babylonian exile, began with the Assyrian exile, mm -hmm. and as part of this exile, these scripture texts belong in that narrative. Daniel says, not only those that are here, but those Daniel. that are not here today who have been who are not who have been dispersed into the nations and the countries to which they are. That speaks to us. Come on, people. Yeah. Exactly. Can't be no other folks but us. And we continue to walk around with a bullseye on our neck, and there is nobody that's advocating for for the people. At least the prophets advocated for us. Mm -hmm. Even though we wouldn't listen, mm -hmm. at least they advocated for us. Yeah, they went before the Most High, yeah. Absolutely. You pastors aren't advocating for your people. You're advocating maybe for your congregation. Maybe, 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 or maybe you're just advocating for them to show up on every, oh, I can't say that. <laughs> well, I can't say that. Advocating for them to show up every Sunday so they can bring a check. To fatten the coffer so you can boast about how much money you have in the bank and how many buildings you can build. But what about the slain and what about the murder? What about the intensity of the oppression that's happening our people all over this world? Who's praying? Who's advocating for them? Mm. To the most high L. Exactly. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. I got to. Come on. We're not advocating to Muhammad. We're advocating to the Most High El, the creator of all things, who created everything that exists, including Muhammad, Muhammad if he exists. Exactly. Yeah. Because that narrative is, is going to continue to play true. Christianity and Islam comes right out of the Hebrew text. They don't exist without us. <sighs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> 45. All these curses will come on you, pursuing you, overtaking you until you are destroyed because you did not pay attention to what Yahweh said, observing his mitzvot regulations that he gave you. These curses will be on you and on your descendants as a sign and a wonder forever because you didn't serve Yahweh with joy and gladness in your heart when you had such an abundance of everything. 
Yahweh will send your enemy against you, and you will serve him when you are hungry, thirsty, poorly clothed, lacking everything. He will, put the he will send your enemy. The Europeans are our enemy. Mm. The European nations are our enemy. I will send them on you when you're hungry, when you're thirsty, poorly clothed, and lacking everything. That is the answer. Why is and this happening to us? Read Devarim 28 and 45 and just start there and go straight down. All of these cursings will come on you, pursuing you and overtaking you until you are destroyed because you what? Didn't pay attention to what Yahweh, your L, has said. Problem being right there. Now that gets back onto the blood of those individuals that have been set in positions of leadership over other, other individuals because you know... And I know you know people who know, who deliberately will not say anything. And I hope for the viewers that are out there, y'all need, let me do this. Matter of fact, I'm going to look into one of these cameras. I'm going to go out of bounds for a second. For those of you that are listening to us, you need, you need to challenge the people that are in leadership about this. Okay. You don't need to be afraid of getting sat down or whatever is going because you're coming at them with truth. This text here says the reason we are cursed is because we don't follow the mitzvot of the Most High. You have to have someone at least teaching you something about this. So if it's in the text, then ask your leaders to explain what these mitzvot are because they're in play right now. Don't be afraid. Because when you coward, you're breaking the mitzvot already when you cower. If you read Devarim 20, that's one of the first things that you find out about. When we go to war with individuals, we are not to be afraid at all. Now, when we make the challenge to do what the Most High is asking us to do, all of this can change. Now I ask you, can we, in, can we interject ourselves into the Most High's plan? Yes, we can. Because there's no timetable on this, on this, on this diaspora. Mm -hmm. This diaspora can end as soon as Hebrew Israel in exile repents turns back to the Most High, acknowledges him and him only as being the sovereign, and not, can't say that, and not come up with some stuff that I and my Father are one. No, you're not. You're not made of the same substance. You're not made of the same constitution. You Yourself said you were born of a woman. The Most High was not born of no 
dadgum woman. He did not come out of no woman's womb. Exactly. The Most High exists in the Shamaim. He is a spirit. He is a op op an opulent spirit who does not need any help from anybody to establish his existence. He says, and then when I do what I do, you, you will know that I am Yahweh. Exactly. Who did this. Exactly. Come on, people. Doesn't it make sense that every time the Most High wants to send a deliverer to the people to deliver his people back, it has never come through an immaculate conception. We've had so many plethora of people that have come prior to this. You've had Moshe, you had Noach, you've had Avraham, you had all these individuals, and none of them have came by some immaculate conception coming from a woman. That's the most highest behavior. If he's going to send somebody, and that was your purpose on this earth, right? Am I wrong for saying that? Was that his, not his purpose? That was to his come purpose. here to deliver people back into the kingdom? So, I can't say it. <laughs> I can't say it the way I want to say it. But who the heck did he deliver? And what did he deliver? And whatever he delivered, you all are still waiting for. Mm-hmm. And the majority of you want to go to heaven so that you can participate in his divine plan of deliverance. So you got to die to go to heaven, which ain't going to happen. Correct. Because that's a dichotomy. That's right. That's right. How are you going to go to heaven when your writer in John said, I looked and I saw heaven, uh, heaven and earth descending out of heaven into the earth, a new heaven descending into the earth. So if it's going to descend into the earth, what, what's this, an elevator that's passing itself? <laughs> you going up and the earth is coming down. You're going to be in an atmosphere up there and heaven and earth is going to be down here. I don't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, and you know, and, 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 and Sean, yes, I, I get so worked up about this and really in my heart. Heart, I'm really hurt mm. being a leader of people and not being able to bring about a snod of like-minded leaders to do one thing, and that's to cry out to the Most High for his compassion and his mercy upon our people until they turn and change so that at least there can be some sense of covering and at least at least the angels that are assigned to us can begin to, to fight for us even in this exile mm -hmm. and bring about some sense of... I, 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 I'm, I'm not, I, I don't live in fear. And nope. I know we live in this westernized city called Sacramento where the racist, the racist issues are more, are more invert than they are overt. I realize that. Mm -hmm. But yet and still, in this city, we are confronted with racism. Yes. We are still profiled by police. And we still have people in this city that are blatant with their racist comments and what have you. Oh, yeah. It, it's, just, it's just not like it is in the South. Mm -hmm. But yet and still, there can be a cord that begins or a river that begins to flow out to the sea across this nation of people of color coming together and praying in the name of Yahweh and repenting and asking the Most High to show compassion and mercy upon his people and redeem us up 
out of this mess. And until that happens, we're going to be in this condition. Mm. And my prayer is how do we as people of truth get the ear of anybody that will listen to us and join with us in seeking the most high's face? Mm. Who? We have, we have, we're on YouTube, Yahweh's Exiled Empire. We're on that channel. We have less viewers than people out there that are spewing stuff that has no truth in it at all. We have over 15,000 downloads to our podcast. We have about 300 and some odd followers that follow us on podcasts, on the podcast. While somebody else can put out a podcast that has no doggone truth in it and they got thousands of followers on following them. What's the problem? Truth gets in the dad gum way. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm 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 yeah. I, I need to stop talking about this because I'm getting angry. Getting a little triggered, huh? Matter of fact, I'm not getting angry. I've been angry for a few days. Mm. And why am I angry? Because I'm tired of seeing our people hunted down like animals. And all you all can talk about is what the Republican Party's doing, what the Democratic Party is going to do for you, and there is absolutely no cry to the Most High seeking his compassion and seeking his mercy. There's no cry. And if there is a cry, you're praying to the wrong guy. Mm. Mm -hmm. If Jesus couldn't save himself, how the hell is he going to save you? Mm. How is he going to save you? He couldn't save you. Well, well, he could. Well, if he could have done and he was God, why, why didn't he? Mm -hmm. He didn't have to die. And the Most High, listen, the Most High L does not have to commit himself to death to save anybody. That's correct. That's correct. He doesn't have to commit himself to anything to die to save anybody. He does it by his own word and by the existence of who he is. That's the reason why I said, I and the Father are one. You're not made of the same constitution. Mm. The Most High El is a spirit. He's always going to be a spirit. He can't change his mind. And he has an, he has an outstanding record of delivering his people and he's never ever been defeated never and nobody has ever hung him on a gut <laughs> ain't reneged on a word that he said everything that has been spoken nobody's ever hung him on no cross that's right and made and made and made a disgrace of him absolutely nobody nobody's ever done that listen to what i'm saying to you Listen to what I'm saying to you. This, this what I'm saying may never hit the place where it gets uh, a thousand views or a thousand listens. That's okay. You're listening to it. Yeah. And it's up to you to pass it on to, to those that will hear and listen. Mm. 
And I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying and I'm fasting that the Most High's word will become true in the ears of his people and that they will repent and turn back to him and get out of this doggone idolatry because I'm literally pissed off. And you know why I'm pissed off? Mm. I think I know why, but go ahead. You know why I'm pissed off? Why? Why? Because you doggone Hebrew people that don't know your Hebrew are preventing my exile from getting and getting out of this land tomorrow. <laughs> right. You're holding up the redemption right. of your people. You're holding up the glory of your people because you refuse to accept the truth that goes on with the Most High's word. Yeah, you're holding the line. You're holding up. the line. <laughs> we need to get out of here. Exactly. We don't need. We don't. We don't need to wait on Congress to pass laws for us so we can have some civility. That's never, ever going to happen. It hasn't happened in 400 years. It ain't going to happen in the next 400 years, however long we're in this exile. We can change it. It's as simple as that. It can be changed by just repenting, turning back to the commandments of the Most High, yep. seeking the Most High's face and not any other God. I am a jealous God. He says in Exodus, you shall not have any other elves, any other gods before mm -hmm. me. He said it. Why have we done it? Because Eurocentrics have put that idea in your mind and you can't get it out. Mm. Don't have to like me for it. You didn't like the prophets. You killed the prophets. Right now, I don't give a fat rat's ass. And that's P-H-A-T. Her too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's... It's so evident. As you're sitting here talking, I just wanted to give you that compliment and say, hey, listen, you know what? You sound like one of these guys that you're talking about that's in that book. You're talking about, you sound like Obadiah and Ezekiel and the rest of them. Tomorrow, tomorrow, ask yourself this question. Tomorrow, who is going to be the next black family that's going to succumb yeah. to the terror and the oppression of people who want to kill them because they're black? Tomorrow, the next day, the next day, and 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 next month, and next week, mm -hmm. and next year. Who's going to be? Is it going to be? Is it going to be somebody in your family? Mm. Is it going to be somebody you know? Who's it going to be? Is it going to be your son? Is it going to be your daughter? Oh, it hasn't happened to me yet, so I don't have to do it. Well, when it does happen, when it does happen, you're going to be just like just like the people in Noah's house. You're going to be knocking on the door, wanting to repent. Why? Because, oh, this is happening to me. No, why don't you repent now before it happens? Turn back to the Most High. Get under His covering. Because I'm going to say it again and again. The Most High El who has created everything, including your Jesus Christ, if he created him mm -hmm. at all, has never, ever, 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 ever in the history of the existence of the world has he ever lost a battle. Correct. Undefeated. He has not been defeated by any body, any nation, or any people. And I don't call him God. 
that's a title mm. and it's heathenistic in its in its existence so can, yeah. look up the word god it means in fortune we trust which is on the dollar bill which everybody wants so there we want god in our pocket and fortunately, we thought we want money in our pocket. Mm. That's a title. That's not indicative of a name that's associated with the Most High L. I won't use the term because it's heathenistically associated. He writes in the book of Exodus in the scroll, chapter 3, beginning at verse 13, 14, 15, and 16. He tells you exactly what his name is. I am that I am. I am the El of Abraham. I am the El of Yitzchak and Yaakov. This shall be my name throughout all generations. What, Yah, what most high? yod heh vav What does it spell in the Hebrew with the vowel points? It spells Yahweh. Without the vowel points, it spells Yahuwah. That's his name. His name is not Jesus Christ. It's so like, it's so like, not even remotely close. Well, I better quit. Before, I, 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 better, I better quit before I get into any more trouble. <laughs> oh, man. That's I better good. quit before That's I get good. into any more trouble. That's good. Mm. I better quit before I get into any more trouble. I walk under the umbrella that I can profoundly say without any reservation at all in my mind, anywhere I go in the world, I can, I can, I can confess this point because I walk in the ways of the Most High. I can confess that there is no weapon formed against Robert B. Holman Jr. that can prosper. Absolutely. Sure. None. Zero. And I don't walk in fear. That's right. Well, you live in Sacramento, California. If I were, I've been to Tennessee. I don't walk in fear. I haven't been to a southern state, but if I w I've been to Atlanta, I didn't walk in fear. No, not at all. I've been there too. Alabama, all them places down there. I, I walked walk out of my hotel like a free man, like the, like the free man that I am. Yeah. Because I know that yeah. the Most High has his eyes on me and I know that the most high is my is my savior he's my redeemer and he's my protector read Isaiah chapter 44 chapter 45 chapter 46 read it because he tells you exactly who he is right and not only that as an as an amendment to oh. that you you walk out of there with confidence knowing who you are, and really, oh. I think you have the same kind of disposition as I do. Oh. Is when you're walking around, you actually are saying, I just hope you don't, you, you really forgot who you was messing with. You oh. don't know who you're you messing with. You don't know with. who you're messing with. Oh. So I would actually curtail what you're getting ready to do because you're getting ready to inflict a whole bunch of stuff on you that you didn't even know that was getting ready to happen because oh. you're messing around with the wrong group of folk. Oh, that's the Old Testament. Who told you that? Who told did, me that? Did oh did I, I did oh I read did, that? Did did black Hebrews tell you? Did the prophets tell you that? 
Did the prophets, is there anywhere written in the scripture? Scripture. Oh, all scriptures, y'all read. Well, it's only y'all read if it's convenient for you to use. That's correct. Then it becomes unbreathed. But where in that text <laughs> did the Most High ever say that what he gave to Hebrew Israel was going to be obsoleted? No, no, nowhere. No doggone place. No. That Come is, on, people. That's an oath. And if Come that, on, there's people. Another, there's another point right there. If you don't understand what an oath is, then you understand that the Most High can't break his oath. That and oath if you don't know what a motion. covenant is, he can't break a covenant, covenant that he's either. made. So... Come on, people. <laughs> I, I got to stop. I, I got to stop. I got to stop, Sean. I got to stop. This has been Rabbi Robert B. Homer Jr. <laughs> and Sean Appleton. And this has been Hebrews, Hebrews in, in Exile. exile. Shalom. Shalom.